Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of our illustrious Spotlight series. We are in March, so now we are doing heist movies, one of my favorite genres of movies besides horror and sci-fi and fucking, I don't know, seven other things. I love heist movies. So we picked a, <laughs> I guess it's one of my favorites and not favorites for various reasons I will bring up later, but uh, we watched the F. Gary Gray movie set it off it's actually a second movie we watched the first one friday a couple of months ago and this one was it's good but like i said i have reasons to not like it but it's just it's tradition now i actually like this movie a lot but it's tradition that i have to hate it <laughs> but no it's uh just story four women decided that robin banks is the coolest thing they can do and then it all falls apart because you know you get greedy it's all about greed you can't just rob one bank and just happy that's, that's not why it fell apart. They but. did it because it's cool. Yeah, Otis. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, no, always... none, of them, none, of them had, none of them had super tragic backstories and so forced the situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking Luther. Things happen in the world. People need money for situations and, you know, just assholes stealing money causes them to keep robbing banks. And then we have Dr. Cox out on the job trying to catch these women. And uh, it, it's a pretty solid movie. It's a lot of. A lot of silly things happen in it, but it's what happens in heist movies. There's always one person that all falls apart because of one person, but uh, no, it's a really good one. So, uh, yeah, F. Gary Gray, the director, he did tons of things. I didn't realize he did the video for uh, It Was a Good Day, Ice Cube, and he did uh, Keep the Heads Ringing, the one song when Smokey's driving in a shitty car when they're going to the, to the store on Friday. Keep the heads ringing. No, I know the song. Okay. I'm looking at something else. Okay, you were frowning. I was like, oh. Okay. And uh, yeah. Miss Jackson by Outcast. He did that video also. She, she looked. Just get out down. Wow. <laughs> uh, but tons of really good films. Uh, Straight out of Compton was him, and that movie did really, really good. And so that started the the whole like, hey, we should do biographies on like rap groups and stuff. So we have the one on Hulu for uh, Wu-Tang and probably way more are going to pop up now after that. And he did Fate of the Furious. That was, that was really the eighth installment and it is the 18th highest grossing film of all time. So F. Gary Gray is out there making money. So good for him. I can't tell tacos frozen or just sitting very still. Sorry, okay. very still. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, like always, we're going to talk about this movie real quick, and then we'll go over everybody's favorites and least favorites and all that stuff. So, <laughs> I just saw what Katie wrote. Okay, okay, we'll get going on this. So, sit back and relax and enjoy. Set it off. Because I kind of did. Oh, uh, at the beginning of the movie, we we're see Vivica Fox with her sweet bank hair. Nice little, nice little bob. And then the dude from fucking... Uh, uh, don't be a menace to society while drinking a juice in the hood. The one that South gets central, yeah, the one that gets stomped out and flattened. Him and another guy come in and rob the bank, and she actually knows the guy, and he's like, "Give me the goddamn money." She's like, "Don't do it," you know. She don't want to get blown away, and he actually kills a chick in front of her. Feels really bad for her. Uh, all hell breaks like, loose. really quick. Like he, yeah, he. went ham he was like i think he went in there with intention to kill the bitch already like he, he wasn't he wasn't playing i mean they said he was a crackhead so who knows 
Was the guy with the AP haircut from Players Club? I think so. I want to say he was in there. I just remember. Oh, and he was in a, a, a Tales from the Hood. He was one of the ones talking with the uh, the guy in the the funeral home, trying to get the talking shit. And all all hell breaks loose. Talking with Samson, bro. <laughs> Cuban B. So uh, Frankie gets blood and brain sprayed on her, and then you know her friends get blowed away. And they actually actually gets fired from her job because she kind of knew the people. And Dr. Cox comes in. He's a cop. What's his fucking name? What's Dr. Cox's name in this movie? Oh, Strode. Movie? Yeah. Uh, Detective like, Strode. Yeah. Yeah, Strode. Strode. There you go. So no. Detective well, Strode really Strode thinks... was the, the chick. The lady. No, no, no. Huh? Whatever. Keep going. I said I thought Strode was the chick. No, Johnson. No, it was the guy. It was Detective Strode. Yeah, that's, that's the girl was Detective yeah. Waller. Waller, you thank you. Like Amanda Waller. Yeah, like I was saying. Uh, <laughs> from here. Yeah, so Detective Strode, he really thinks Frankie is involved with all of this, and he's like, "Nah, I keep an eye on her. She she knows something about this." And Frankie's like, "I just didn't want to die because there's protocols. She's supposed to pull from another like pile of money, and she didn't do that. So you know." Everyone thinks that she was involved with it, but she actually wasn't for once, you know, and uh, you feel bad because, you know, they just think that she was involved with it. So she meets up with her friends, uh, Stoney, Cleo and TT. <laughs> it's always a TT in a black movie. Uh, <laughs> and they all have different reasons why they need money. And uh, it all comes up because like uh, Jada Pinkett, her brother needs money for college and TT her kid, she's like a single mom and their situation with that. And Cleo's just wants a cool car with like, that works. Yeah, and then like hydraulics. Yeah. She, so everyone needs money for reasons. <laughs> and so they all work at a uh it's an overnight, like what a cleaning business? Yeah. yeah. Janitorial. Janitorial service. Yeah. And so they're all very unhappy because Luther's a piece of shit. And so they have reasons. And Cleo brings up that they should rob a bank. And it's like it's a joke at first. And Frankie kind of agrees with it because she's like, I know the ins and outs of banks. This actually wouldn't be that hard. And fuck the banks because they just fired me. Yeah. She's like, we could make this work. And so, but Stoney and TT, they're kind of not in on it. And so, unfortunately, Stoney's younger brother, he gets a uh, haircut. And lo and behold, it's the same haircut the guy that robbed the bank and actually got away has. And that helps him get his ass lit the fuck up by the cops <laughs> as he leaves the apartment of the dude that robbed the bank. He knows him and uh, everyone's congratulating him because he's going to go to college. And lo and behold, he's not. But he didn't want to ruin the surprise for everybody. And he actually came over with champagne and he was he's very sad, walks over there, gets the haircut from the chick from BAPS. She was the not uh, Holly Berry. She, that was the sister. That was the girl from Maps. Yeah, that was uh, Elise Neal. I can't. Oh, she just yeah, passed she away. Just passed yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. remember her name. But uh, Stoney's brother gets the haircut and he leaves for the night. And John C. McGinley and his fucking A plus SWAT team <laughs> roll up on this kid. <laughs> Yeah, roll up on this kid, and they're like, get on the goddamn ground, and he gets down, but he's like, I got a bottle in my shirt. I don't understand how he's going to blow away everybody from a laying down position, but uh, too much movement from the brother 
gets him 500 bullets in his body and yeah, he got destroyed yeah and so you know fucking doctor i'm gonna call him dr cox dr cox is like god damn it <laughs> he's like why do y'all shoot people so fast and he's upset about it because it wasn't even the right guy well, he authorized it was why he was fucking mad about it yes and then you find out the kid wasn't even a bad one. So he didn't even have like excuse like, well, I mean, he was a drug dealer. He shouldn't have been there. No, he was a good kid. He was going to go to college. He's like, son of a bitch. Like, and it actually helps the ladies out later because his like chief is like, no, you leave those girls alone. You just shot a fucking kid because he looked like another black person. Like, leave them alone. He's like, I really think they're involved. You know, but I like that that was really like to drive the point home. The chief of police was black. Yeah. Like, no, bitch. Nah, you, you just shot a random black kid in the street. Yeah, you leave her the you fuck alone. You leave them the fuck alone. <laughs> so, uh, Stoney's down for this. And TT actually, her kid drinks some fucking cleaner at the job. Yeah, drinks bleach at the job. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, she didn't have money for a babysitter. So she brought the kid to the job with her. And the kid instantly, just the second they look away, he's like, I'm going to go drink some shit. And he's <laughs> yeah. And then the mom from Friday is like, "Yeah, we're gonna keep your kid because you don't seem like you're fit. Yeah. <laughs> and you need to have more money and blah blah blah." So TT's finally in. She's like, "Well, I need money, so we gotta rob this bank." So they case out the bank, and Stony meets Blair Underwood, the the light skinned black man in this movie, the good one. He's, he's he wasn't good. light skinned though, was he? He's not light skinned. He well, I don't know, Greg. Else. Where does he fit on your scale? He qualifies yeah. as light skin. Really? Okay. <laughs> well, well, if this was a... Uh... Because this IMD picture, he looks lighter than he did in the movie. I think that was the lighting. I, you know what? I, I thought it was light. I don't know. In the movie, though, the lightest black guy in this movie was Dr. Dre. Yeah. And he's like the know. hardest dude in this whole movie. Yeah. I thought Blair knew it was like, I don't know. Yeah. And his name was Name like Black, something Black, something Black, Black Sam. Sam. Yeah. Black Sam, yeah. Could have been. Could have been. Like a lie. Half the time, after the first time they introduced was Black Sam, I thought they were just gonna call him Blam, and I was gonna laugh the entire time. But <laughs> too damn well they weren't gonna call him. That. I don't know. <laughs> you know nobody does that, but look, sir, you texted today. It was like, look at them judging this blastic, and I just started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Stoney, she meets Keith Blair Underwood at the bank, and he's like, You know, I saw you, and you, I need to be your like personal banking oh, person. Man, that connection is not right, great tonight. Not, it's been in and out. Yep, it is horrible, fucking horrible. Anyway, Blair Underwood was like, Hey, you're fine, and I'm new, I'm gonna talk to you. Yeah, and then Otis continue. He yeah. straight up grabbed her. Yeah, he was a very forward bank. Yeah. Yeah. So that's happening. And then they actually go to that bank. That's the one they're gonna rob. And everyone's down for the 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 robbery at this point. And uh we got Cleo, she steals a car and she throws out all the CDs because I don't know, that's what you do. And she idiot. Yeah, she finds the right CD to drive and rob a fucking bank with. And actually TT gets wet feet. Right at the door, like they put their they wigs to, on. They robbed a. That was they a different robbed, bank. Yeah, thought it was a different one. Oh, Keith's bank was the big, big one. My bad. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, they have all this stuff on, and Titi's like, "I can't do it, y'all." And she scoots off, 
and everyone else is like, maybe we shouldn't do this right now. And fucking Frankie's like, fuck this, and goes in and just like, get on the goddamn <laughs> and just forces everyone's hand. And they all go in, except TT, she scoots off. <laughs> and they actually successfully robbed the bank. They were in there for, I want to say, a minute and a half. Yes. Yeah, and then like they that. scoot the ever living fuck out with money. And they got a all right amount of money, and they have to pay back people like Sam, Dr. Dre for the the guns they got and all these things and and so it's kind of good everyone has a little bit of money and they can survive but like always in these types of movies you need a little more money and their situations yeah, cool. tt needs a little bit more and she apologizes she takes the bus and meets back up with him and she's like i'm sorry y'all i'm sorry i, I like pushed out frankie, frankie, pulled a, frankie pulled a dick move you're not getting shit <laughs> That she rocked out, I wouldn't give her nothing either. But yeah, no nah, man, like they they stole twelve thousand dollars, so yeah, it was like that was gonna run out instantly. Especially oh, yeah. when you split it between four people, like well, three grand you can pay off like a credit card bill. Cool. cool. Oh yeah. So uh, this... check. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this part of the movie is all the the fun with money. Hooray! My car is, has hydraulics and all this stuff. Sex and <laughs> things like that. Stoney's getting close to the teeth. And she feels bad because at some point they're probably going to rob the fuck out of his bank. Uh, so she's trying her best to be normal and she's fitting in with his rich lifestyle and everything like that. Uh, they have a very tasteful and artsy sex scene to the song uh, Don't Let Go by In Vogue. That was after, that was after the I think that was after the second bank. Yeah, the second one. Yeah, I was saying there's many yeah. more robbings and money at this yeah. chunk of the movie. And uh, yeah, so she's really close to Keith at this point. Uh, they actually have a pretty good setup. So when they go into a bank, TT's one of like the like crisis people. She's like, oh my God. And she gets on the ground with him just in case someone tries to pull out a pistola and she can stop them with her little like, stop. Nope. <laughs> Quit it. Hmm. And so they have a pretty good situation. And um, they actually get a pretty good amount from the, what, the second bank, right? Yeah, they get almost. They get like three hundred grand, basically. Yeah. yeah. So they're they're living high right now, and they're like, we should probably scoot the fuck out because the cops. So Doctor Cox this whole time knows they did it, doesn't have the evidence, but he fucking knows they did it, and so he is following them, getting close to them. Actually, picks up Cleo just off the street, and uh, oh, that's a little bit later. Take that back. Uh, he's just yep. kind of screwing with him because he knows they did it, just doesn't have the right information about it. And so, yeah, you can see they're wearing sunglasses and wigs and, and a blurry ass zoom in on that fucking security <laughs> camera. Like, that looks like that chick I saw for like five seconds that one time. Like, all right, super cop. Yeah, enhance. Enhance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't even enhance shit. Just yeah. zoomed it in. It was like, well, that's super pixelated. Like, how can you see anything? Yeah. All right. Hey, Dr. They, Cox is a yeah. super cop. They, they clicked on a little box in the corner and just like made it bigger. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> So uh, they have a pile of money. And so Cleo says, we need to put this somewhere else. Just in case the cops try to grab us, they won't get this big sack of money with the dollar signs on the side of it. And so they take it to one of the buildings that they're cleaning and puts it in the vents, like Die Hard, like giant fucking vent. They put it in there. Don't even put it around the corner or nothing like I would have done. But they just put it right in front of the vent. So like, fuck it. No one knows. Lo and behold... He gets stolen by their boss, ex-boss, because he scoots the ever-living fuck out and is like, I quit. 
and takes the money. So Luther blows all the money on hookers and a perm and blow, just having a great time. And so uh, three of the girls, Stoney's not there. She's hanging out with uh, Keith. That's when the, the sexy sex happens, the don't let go sex. And they actually <laughs> kill Luther. <laughs> yeah, Luther pulls a pistola on, what was it, Cleo? Yep. And uh, TT yeah. actually like pops him. And so uh, I love that Cleo, she pulls out the prostitute's like ID and is like, oh, uh, Susie Carmichael. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to kill you if you say something. I know where the fuck you live. She's like, well, I'll be quiet. <laughs> and later on, Cleo gets grabbed by Dr. Cox off the street and like, yeah, bitch, you did this. Come here. And they have her in a lineup and like, hey, prostitute, which one of them did this? Who killed Luther? Look at them. And Queen Latifah has the meanest look on her face. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I was like, damn. She was like murder face. Like, oh, like, shit. That's you. terrifying. <laughs> you sure you don't see this, bitch? <laughs> I'm scowl at you. At the same time, that hooker did not lie because Cleo did not kill Didn't. Luther. She, so she, she was. Right. He was like, "Who killed Luther?" Like, well, none of these ladies killed Luther, so she technically didn't lie to those cops. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's what I just said. Like, I ain't kill him. I <laughs> didn't kill him. <laughs> I wink, wink. Didn't yeah. Kill him. Uh, I was like, Personally, I didn't do a damn thing. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Cleo taps her pocket, saying, "Like, yeah, I got your ID, bitch. You will die after this if I get grabbed." <laughs> like. Nah, 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 they ain't there. And I was like, Jesus, man. <laughs> and then she smiles like she could see that bitch. She's like, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> and so Kulitiva runs back to her place and is like, yeah, we need to get the fuck out of here. These cops going to gonna bust us like tomorrow. They're going to come in and fuck all this up. And so Kulitiva's like, hey, we should do, just rob that last bank. Get this shit out the way and then leave town. Scoot the fuck out. And which I... At this point, I'd have been like, uh, you know, well, but let's just leave. Yeah, let's just leave. But but they didn't have no money. True. So it, like I said, just money just com- compounds. If they didn't lose that money from Luther, they'd have been all right. But and so yep. the the plan, uh, they have been making a plan to rob the the downtown federal bank, but it just seems like it was very rushed and haphazard. Uh, tons of things go wrong. In this plan, a homeless man's out in the front, like no. wiggling his no. Uh, no. Incorrect. That's no, that's that's, that's the, the second, bank. second bank. That's the second bank. That was the, the homeless man was out front in the second bank, so there were already cops out front of the bank when they decided to rob it. That's, that's why Cleo comes bursting yeah. through with the suburban, <laughs> and she put that man into a into a fucking hibachi yeah. grill. But <laughs> <laughs> no, at the at the, on the back of that at the downtown federal bank was that uh. Dr. Cox and his partner had already were literally just there like saying, hey, they might come rob this bank and it might be an inside, like there might be somebody on the inside you just don't know it. And then like as they leave, they're leaving as the girls pull up and they like pass each other but don't notice. So right. it's just bad timing. <laughs> yeah. They're down Son the of a bitch! Yeah. Ah, jerk the wheel, turn around. Yeah, they're down the street about to get McDonald's and like, yeah, they're robbing the place. God damn it. Just you eat. <laughs> my eggs and so they're robbing the fuck out of this bank getting a really good amount of money and then kind of a little bit of a moment of greed they still would have been caught by dr cox but it seems like they had an extra like 10 15 seconds tt goes back for a, a, 
well, a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. Get it all! Get more! Yeah, so she goes back and it slows him down a little bit, but it's fine because Dr. Cox still would have stopped him. Like He would have caught up at yeah, some point. And so Dr. Cox is like, please, like, Stoney, like, oh, yeah, like, Cleo, all y'all, please, I'm sorry that your brother died, but please don't do this. Don't make me shoot you. <laughs> and he's trying his best to not have this situation yeah. set off. Uh, he's trying his best. He really does not want this to happen. And they seem to be calming down. Stoney's like, oh, ooh, this shit's getting kind of real. And she's putting a gun down. And then uh, Rena Cop Hero just hops around the corner, <laughs> strafing and shooting, and actually hits TT. And then it, it all plans are over at that point because Cleo just sprang. Just <laughs> yeah, with her like Uzi. Oh yeah, Rena Cop. Yeah, he comes out of nowhere. Just decides he wants to be the hero. Shoots TT and then gets lit up by Cleo and Stony. Like he gets, or actually, and Vivica Fox. They all get destroyed. Yeah, or they destroy the shit out of that Rena Cop. Like Fox oh, no. <laughs> Fox was driving. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But yeah. yeah, she hears all that gunshot. She pulls up on the curb, like right out front. <laughs> yeah, so they scoot off and uh, they change out their clothes and st- actually no, they don't. Uh, they stop at Cleo's car, and TT's like, I'm good, I'm good. And then she does. And so they're all sad and stuff. A little bit of time goes by, and apparently they have been on the run for at least an hour at this point in Cleo's car, because it's dark. It's like mm-hmm. sun setting, and then it's like dark as fuck, and they've just been driving, just screaming. <laughs> probably not an hour, because the sun was setting when TT dies. Yeah, it was like that was... orange color, kind of. Yeah, it yeah was... but it, it had been a while, because the, the dude... That was the the broadcaster covering the the police chase was like we just found out that that sixty two Impala only has about forty minutes of gas left. LAPD liaison. Yeah, I was like, how did you know that? How much yeah. gas that car has? I was like, what has? the hell? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, sure, you just know how much that car has in the gas tank. Got it. They also said that they'd already plowed through one cop barricade, so there's one one we didn't see. That was, yeah, the shit yeah. already popped off. Yeah, so they're scooting around. Uh, everybody's watching girlfriends and gun salesmen. They're all sad, like, damn, it's the girls. Like, damn, that sucks. Good thing it ain't me. <laughs> they're watching on TV. And Cleo, they uh, end up in a tunnel. And Cleo's like, y'all get out. Stick to the wall. I'm going to scoot off. We'll meet up later. And in these movies, anytime you say we'll meet up later, they know in their hearts, I'm about to die. So here's a chance for you to get further than me. I'll distract them. And so it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I've seen that in a lot of movies. People are like, yes, yeah, Steve, I'll meet, we'll meet up later. And we later like, I'll you meet did. you that's, later over here. Like, that's why Jada Pinkett hugged it. She was like, nah, you ain't, you ain't making it. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> uh, so, fast still. Yep. So Cleo drives off, uh, takes so many bullets in the car, uh, getting out, trying to fight and stuff. Fun fact, if you watch YouTube, uh, Long Beach Griffey, he does a lot of funny videos, uh, lanky black guy. Anytime someone sasses him or the video ends sad, like just something ironically stupid about him, the song that uh, Queen Latifah dies to is the song <laughs> that, that he plays. I knew for years watching his videos, I was like, this song is very familiar. It's from <laughs> Set It Off when Cleo gets 
just perforated. Yeah. In Ooh, she gets she got dilapidated and yeah, somehow still got out the car with that Uzi ready to fight and then just even more. She, she, her back yeah, was getting lit up. Yeah. She's like, at that one point, yeah, when she turned around and you, she just <laughs> she put her arms up and just wiggling like, oh my god, she cleared more bullets than Sony Corleone. Yeah, Damn. she got destroyed. Yeah. That was that was rough. But like I said, I guess. She could kill all those cops somehow magically because everybody was like, oh, I'm dumping 50 bullets at her. I'm like, that's overkill. But, you know, uh, she's she robbed the bank, so she deserves 100 bullets in her body, you know. Uh, so well, she Frankie, also killed the guy. Yeah. So. Yeah, she did. She's she, 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 I know. But at the same time. So, yeah, now she's wanted for, you know, armed armed robbery and murder. And then she gets out with a gun. Yeah, they're gonna load her up. That's just yeah. how that works, especially in movies. Yeah. So especially Frankie and Stoney, they're the last ones. Yeah. And they have their their bags and they're scooting and they split off and they're like, "Man, good luck to you," because <laughs> it's rough out here. Uh, Frankie, no, Stoney ends up on a bus to Mexico. She gets her little sombrero because that's all you need to get on a bus with. I guess she could have handed her like. <laughs> so she puts her hat on and everybody's like, "Yeah, she's supposed to be here. She got a hat," and she hops on the bus. And we catch up to Frankie. Frankie's been running for a while and she finds Dr. Cox. And Dr. Cox is like, yo, oh, boy, I don't got a gun in my hand. Awful. Let's not, I don't want to kill y'all. Stop. And then the people in the back are like, I'm going to shoot her. Like, no, stop. Stop. Do, do, do. Yeah, he had to yell, stop like 16 times. Yeah. He's like, please, let's not do this. I'm tired of killing y'all. And so he gets close to her and he's like talking. And Vivica's like, yo, what's the protocol? You know, and he's, you know, she put a gun to Guns his in your face. She did yeah. a callback. She pulled she pulled the gun on him, put it to his throat, and a callback to the beginning when he was like, What's the protocol? She was like, There was a gun on my face. Like, what's the protocol? Yeah. So she uh, puts that she's like, What's the protocol with a gun in your face? Like, <laughs> oh shit, call back in your face, Dr. Cox. Yeah, take that. Uh it was a legit line. And then Vivica is like, Yeah, I'm kind of fucked, and just starts running and you ain't gonna get nowhere. <laughs> she got one, one shot, yeah, one bullet in the back through her heart, and she just dies directly in front of Stoney, who just happened to be on the bus as it passed right during the scene. <laughs> uh, so Stoney's on the bus, a little... yeah, right. Stoney's on the bus with her sombrero on, and Dr. Cox actually looks up and sees her, and they lock eyes, and he's like, Man, I didn't see you. It just kind of lets her go because they could have stopped their bus or lit it up because that's what they're good at. Uh, they could have got her. <laughs> The bus and just you know, uh, but Stoney gets away. Dr. Cox is like, Damn, I killed a lot of black women tonight. <laughs> it just looks <laughs> early. Uh, in Mexico, Stoney is sad about her, her whole family is gone within I don't know, maybe a, a month, weeks, yeah. yeah, maybe a month of time. And uh, she cuts off her hair and really sad songs playing. And she calls Keith, doesn't say anything. For, for at first and Keith's like oh it's you you made it and you know she's like thank you I'm good and hangs up the phone and smiles and Keith's like hmm and you know the wiretap on his phone you know Dr. Cox is like hmm yeah but they're in Mexico so you know <laughs> she can disappear yeah. that's why she drove off into nothing yeah. I don't know man I was laughing that whole time Mexico she... got extradition laws bitch. Yeah, well, well in the 90s everybody wanted to get to Mexico <clears throat> Don't you remember the chase? That was the whole goal. Yeah. Uh, but no, that scene when she's like 
on the like all the money's on the, the the hotel bed and she's sitting there like crying and but also like having all them them thoughts of all the good times ahead so just cut back to scenes from the movie that shit always makes me laugh because she's like oh those girls and i'm like bitch they're all dead why are you smiling right now <laughs> i was like your grieving process is very strange that you yeah, just came she, you, so. she went through a lot really fast so yeah. i yeah yeah, you, you deal with what you got to deal with your way, crazy Stony. And I mean, she got over she got over her brother's death like pretty quick. Yeah, she was busy well, she was sticking it to the man, so I guess that made her feel better. <laughs> and then she drives off into the Mexican sun in her jeep, fucking <laughs> beach cruiser, whatever car. And she, yeah, the Mexican sun, not not specifically the Mexican sun. Yes, the Mexican sun. Yeah, <laughs> right, we got a different one up here. <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. And then we hear a version of what? Hey, Joe. Yep. Yeah. By I Seal. See I didn't know it was Seal. Greg told me later, and because I, I we just stopped the movie. I was like, this is a weird version. Of hey, Joe. And then <laughs> no, it was great because Seal did it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't. I didn't give enough time. I was just like, oh, that's Hey, Joe. And I didn't we just turned it off. That song at all. I knew that it was Seal, but I didn't know. I've never heard that song. Before. Damn, we could have got somewhere. I knew a little bit. You knew a little bit. <laughs> But yeah, he didn't know it was Hey Joe when he literally goes, Hey Joe, where you going? I don't know the song, Hey Joe, so that means Ah! (laughs) I just I literally I had to gasp. (laughs) Wait, did she say she didn't know the song? Hey Joe, correct? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Who is it by originally? Jimi Hendrix. Otis. Huh? <laughs> I was just staring at it. <laughs> yeah, I was just look. It was an interesting story. <laughs> I didn't know it's, it's like, an interesting story. Uh, there's a really shitty movie that I gave Greg because my stepdad gave it to me of Jimi Hendrix. It Julius was, uh, Campbell. You. Yeah. <laughs> it was old boy from uh, Remember the Titans. Uh, the main black kid that became friends with the white kid, like the leader. Julius he, Campbell. God damn it, Greg. Yeah. I was like, wait, that's not an actor. I was like, you talk about the dude from Remember the Titans, and then yeah, yep, confirmed. Hey, and he's Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> it looked terrible. I didn't watch it, but I was like, Greg loves Jimi Hendrix. And I gave it to him. <laughs> it was bad. And you had like ads at the bottom coming up throughout the tape. Like <laughs> hey, man. something about hey. pirating or calling a number or something. It was, God, I don't know. damn right. We ain't paying full price for a movie. What you talking about? <laughs> Grand- <laughs> My stepdad probably got that for a dollar. <laughs> From some dude at a barbershop. So anyway, what is everyone's favorite character and set it off? Katie. Uh, my favorite character in this movie was Keith because he was the only person who seemed to, to not be insane. <laughs> like, <laughs> everyone he was, was the only like, guy in this movie that wasn't a piece oh, of shit. I've been wronged. Guess I gotta rob a bank now. <laughs> like, his only wild thing was robbing real quick. There was no, like, maybe I should get a second job or maybe I should you know, figure out something else to do with my life. Everyone was just like, nah, we're going to put our lives at risk and rob a bank. And then all the cops were fucking trash in this movie. And every other person, all the like bank robbers or bank robbers, all the bank staff were all trash. Damn, like, Katie, they're not all the least favorite people. Shit. That is not, I'm not saying all my least favorite. I'm just saying <laughs> my favorite was Keith because he wasn't trash. <laughs> and most of this movie was trash. 
<laughs> she had a low bar, apparently. It was a very yeah. low bar. Uh, <laughs> Greg. TT was my favorite to show. Hello? For me, <laughs> for me, she was just the uh, the comedic element, and I don't know if it was necessarily supposed to be intentional in that way, but I just found her character funny. Um, I liked the fact that she was incredibly timid, but at the same time had some had a bit of growth to her. Obviously, the more she robbed these banks, the more comfortable she got. And she got blown away. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate when she was at her most confident and jumping behind the desk and everything, taking the money. That's when she gets blown away. But just little things about her, like the fact that she had those super mom shoes, but with those terrible, ugly socks all the time. <laughs> um, the scene where they're sitting around that round table in a house they're cleaning and they're all pretending to be like, in the Godfather, yeah. And I I don't know if it was her character, if it was or the actress in real life, but she could not keep it together when she was trying to pretend to be Italian, just giggling over there, and that made me laugh. Um, I especially love when she was the plant, and she started out go, being a little too dramatic, sitting there. Oh my God, help me! Vivica <laughs> was like, "If you don't shut up," the face she makes, like, oh. My God. <laughs> <laughs> well, excuse me for trying to play the part right and then pulls the gun out on the uh on the cop laying down which obviously showed a part of her uh evolution and she shot luther when it came down to it she came through in the clutch yeah. in the end she's one of those bench players that don't always come through the regular season but come playoff time when you need her the most she'll come through <laughs> and then get shot by renica yep. But yeah, I really enjoyed her. By the way, her son in that film was played by twins. Yes. Well, most little kids are because there's yeah. laws oh. against how how often how long a kid can be on screen and yeah. working. So. It's so much easier. I wanted to shoot. I didn't know when I was gonna was gonna shoot when I was gonna get a chance to shoot one that in. So I thought ah. I brought that up. But yeah, TT. She was funny. She was funny and giggly. It made me laugh just to see her giggle. I did not realize Otis that. She was in, I guess it was the first Tyler Perry play turn movie, uh, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. She's the main character on that. Yeah. Now that you say it, yeah, that was her. I've watched both, but didn't realize till today, like, oh, wait. Yeah. I know her from a lot of things, actually. Yeah. I remember her from John Q. She's the one. Yep. Beloved. The wife in John Q. Denzel's wife. wife. That, she that, had that same cry face and that he's going to need his heart. Yeah. <laughs> just, she has a very dramatic ugly like, cry face. Buddy John. Like, just, I need this money. <laughs> <laughs> she puts it on. If you go beat my ass, then beat my ass because I'm sick of your shit. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if we were bank robbers, then I would be the TT. So I, I she none, none of us ever said, "Oh, Greg." Like they were like, "Oh, TT." <laughs> <laughs> no, y'all be like, "Shut up, Greg." <laughs> you gotta cry a little more. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. Uh, my favorite was Cleo. Uh, I mean, I have a, I've always had a crush on Queen Latifah. Anyway. But in this movie, she was just like a badass bitch. Like all the other ones had these like super struggle backstories and terrible things going down in their life. And she's like, nah, I just want to rob this bank because I want this car. 
and I go, I got my girlfriend over here, and yeah, she's gonna dance on me after we get this money, yeah. and yeah, she was just, she was just kind of, <laughs> it was, she was a badass, and in a, in the nineties, especially, uh, she was black, a woman, and a lesbian, and she was a star, star and role, like you don't see that, and so she just kind of just took all that shit, it was like in your face, especially in an action, actiony movie, even though it was a drama. That was not the norm. So that character just in general was like, huh, look at that. You don't see that. And then, yeah, I, I, would, I did like whenever she robbed a car, even though it got them in trouble. You know, that's how they found out who it was. She would just like look at their CDs like this is trash and throw it out the fucking window. Yeah. Another calling card. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, she just broke she quickly broke into these cars with no issue whatsoever. And was like, fuck your garbage ass music. I'm going to play my shit. Drive <laughs> off. And then at the second bank, she saw those cops out front handling that fucking homeless man trying to put his penis on stuff. She was like, fuck this, ditched that one, went and got another car, drove through the goddamn building, picked them up, backed into a fucking, you know, uh, hibachi grill building. (laughs) (laughs) They're just sitting there screaming the whole time. I was like, even Queen Latifah's character was screaming while they were just driving, giggling. I was like, I don't know, just her just being the tough one while it makes sense because it kind of played into that black butch lesbian stereotype went out you know she went out on her own terms she's like well fuck it if i'm gonna get shot up i'm gonna get out and try to try to take people down with me it didn't work but she tried she tried her damnedest <laughs> so yeah queen, queen latifah's character was my favorite in this movie oh and uh she was also part of the comedic element when uh after they robbed that first bank and she just kept yelling woo and then fired her gun off on the air on accident that shit made me laugh <laughs> yeah. and, and was getting a lap dance from her girlfriend when they came back in that was great she didn't give a shit either nope they were like what are you doing she's like check this money out uh, so i'm gonna go with daniel next cleo i'm a queen latifah homer i love me some queen latifah Uh, and I think I love her even more now for what kind of what Steve was saying. You know, in the '90s, it wasn't very typical to see a a le- uh, a, a strong black woman lead, let alone a lesbian strong black woman lead. And she fucking killed it. Um, and yeah, she she was the definite wild card in that that bunch. She she definitely had a the wild card factor, not a lot Charlie Day and. <laughs> wild kind of bitches. Um, yeah, I could see her screaming that. Um, but yeah, like I love Queen Latifah. She was tough until Stoney slapped her in the face, and then yeah, she instantly yeah. ah! <laughs> <laughs> That shit made me laugh too. When they threw, I, I paused the movie when they threw home one of the hibachi girl. That shit had me laughing so hard. I'm like, my poor dude, man. But yeah, Queen Diva, I'll go. Uh, so I'm gonna go with Frankie. I like Frankie because, like, she got put through the shit. Like that was that was ridiculous that they immediately accused her just because she knew those guys. They were some they from the same neighborhood. I mean, basically because she was black. So and they immediately fired her when she had. Some other bitches, some white girl's brains blown all over her. It's like, you had something to do with this, didn't you? Like, they blew her head off right in front of me. No, I didn't. But you don't believe that because I'm black and 
Ooh, she even set up a shirt. She was like, y'all ain't even going to wait. Like, it was, yeah. it was like, damn. Just I got in- a $240,000 by hand in front of you. <laughs> For you. You made me, she made me instantly hate that female cop. She walked by and said, you didn't even ask me if I was thirsty, yeah, you- sister. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're yeah. Right. She yeah. did. What a bitch. Yeah. Hey, her. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then, like, she's. She's trying, like, the whole time, like, yeah, it's an idea, but, like, I know banks. I know how we could do this. And, you know, she's formulating the plan for it and how they're going to go about doing it. And she's, like, leading them. And she gets a little meh with when it comes to uh tt for a minute like when she's like well she didn't rob nothing she didn't she shouldn't get none of this and it's like eh, okay but that's your friend still but whatever she caved on that and then when they did the when they did the uh godfather thing at the, that large round table i thought it was really funny because she put <laughs> she had cotton balls in her mouth yeah, balls in her mouth, yeah. <laughs> and she, she would choose playing martin brando like it was i thought it was really funny i thought she was really good it was uh it, it, it was it was a nice light-hearted moment and she was like leading that i thought she did a really great job uh it, it was it was really cool and then yeah the callback at the end what's the procedure with the guns in your face and she was just she, you know she was really she was acting acting yeah Acting, acting. <laughs> she like I thought she was really good in this movie. I really enjoyed Frankie. Uh, so yeah, that, that's my favorite character. Go ahead, Otis or yeah. Katie or no, Otis. Yeah, yeah, me. So it's it's odd. Like every girl brought something cool to the table. Uh, I was trying to think of my favorite person. I, I guess it'd be Cleo. I had a great time. I always love. In like heist films is always like the, the heavy, like the big one that's gonna do all like the crazy yeah. shit. You know, there's there's always one in a heist movie, the big dumb one. Uh th- that's always one of my favorite characters because you always got the smart people, but it's the big dumb one that's gonna get the shit done when they need it. But yeah, Cleo was really cool because she did some wild shit. That'd be me. They're like, oh man, they're in trouble. Fuck, I'm driving through this building. We'll be out real quick. And just, just smash through it and just like let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You know, just steal another car and scoot off with the money. So, uh, yeah, Cleo was like my favorite. There's some other smaller tier. I actually like Stoney. She went through a lot of shit in this movie, and that was really cool to see. And she got a chain slid through the crack of her butt. So, kudos to her. <laughs> after, after getting some some extra virgin olive oil poured on her. Yeah. God, that bed is just in disarray after that. Buying new mattress mistakes. I gotta uh, give an honorable mention to Luther. <laughs> as as much of a jerk he was, as antagonistic he was, he was just hilarious with it. His first line or one of his early lines, like, "What you supposed to be, uh, mother, uh, mighty Morphin Power Ranger up in here?" <laughs> so terrible. That was, but yeah, it was hilarious. That right there is a line, ladies. Yeah, and gentlemen and gentlemen. Yeah, that's a that's a line someone's uncle would say. That's all they got because the, the way he stammered <laughs> it. Yeah, what are you trying to be some uh uh? uh I'm like, eh, don't even finish it. Fuck you. <laughs> but you can't stop them because they're annoying. Uh, yeah. But uh, so, Katie, who was your least favorite character in this movie? Oh, that's really hard. <laughs> like I said, 
a lot of the cast is just throwaway garbage. Um, Wait, who was favorite character in this entire movie? (laughs) Is the bank manager because he cut out Frankie? Fuck that guy! How dare he? Yeah, that was pretty shitty. The bank manager, like, she still had brains on her face from whatever white lady that was standing in line at the bank. Becky. And the bank manager was like, uh, no, you were in clearly in collusion with this guy. You wanted those brains on your face. You fired. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck that guy. He was horrible. Just flat out awful okay steve uh i mean it's tough because it's basically like any dude not named black sam or keith in this movie mm-hmm. uh but i'm gonna have to go with lorenz the the bank robber that got away like i mean one he was terrible at, at robbing that bank in the first place and then uh yeah did he was he was the one that shot up the cop right that was yeah because he's the only one like, alive at that yes. point i think yeah yeah and then the next time you see him, he's hanging out with Stoney's little brother. And you're like, yeah, you, your sister don't like me. And that big, stupid 90s flannel that is like a thick-ass puffy jacket, but not but everyone wore like a shirt. I don't understand that. I hated nope. that jacket. Uh, and then he was like, yeah, we gonna, you like this this letter A and letter P in the back of, uh, back of my head? Like, no, nobody likes Acorn that. Acorn Projects! Gone. Yeah. And then his, even his girl was like, he's not even from Acorn. You don't need to put that in his head. He was like, shut up, bitch. <laughs> get them clippers. Yeah, get them clippers. <laughs> I just, I hated everything about that dude. He was a piece of shit. And he got Stoney's little brother murdered because, you know, black guy with the same haircut coming out of the coming out of the building that you, uh, that you know that he's in. It, yeah. Just got his little brother murdered. And then he got shot up too, even though did he? Yeah, he shot those cops. He came out yeah, the closet. He shot, he shot like two or just three blasting. cops. Yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, I just didn't like that character. I was like, you're a piece of shit. And you, you're the kind of the, the root of all these problems for these ladies. So, fuck you. I didn't like him. But that went for pretty much any of the dudes. Luther was also a piece of shit. Honorable mention. So, Daniel. Uh, That guy that clapped up Sony's cheeks in, to get the brother's tuition. Oh, oh yeah, that fucking greasy fucking guy. Yeah, absolutely. It's horrible. I mean, come on, dude. He's gonna take advantage of the late. Oh, his name was Nate. Nate. Yeah, Nate. Yeah, what is that dude in? Though I've seen him in other stuff. Let's take. I've look. seen him before. I can't remember what I've seen that old black man before. Yeah, just a fucking greaseball, dude. Like, what? What did he? He owned a car dealership, didn't he? Yeah, and like. They were like, go work for him and fuck Luther and all that. But she's like, no, he, he's greasy. He's kind of a slime ball. And he was in night court. Yeah, and then he fucking showed up. And I'm like, hey, Cliff. But yeah, that, fuck that guy. Taking taking advantage of his little sexy Stoney like that. <laughs> taking advantage of his little sexy ass Stoney like that. Come on, he's been in a bunch of stuff, but yeah, I think I know him from night court. And he was in 30 Rock. On night, um, on night court, but yeah, I'll go. Uh, for me, it's TT. Oh. She was mm. oh, that sorry. was she was up there, whiny. So like, I I I do see the the character progression in it, but man, it was so much to overcome. Just whiny, can't help herself, can't do anything right, and 
just afraid of everything. I, I don't like characters like that. And it was just, she was just too much of a pushover. Um, I don't find that like endearing. Redeeming. Endearing, <laughs> yeah. And redeeming that's pretty hard. I, I, I just, I, I don't care for characters like that. So I just, you know, I, I could do without TT in this movie is what I was. She was also the least successful of the, the four main stars. Yeah. And, you know, she wasn't watching her baby drink bleach. I know, but I'm saying compared to Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett, and Vivica Fox, like, she got outshone. All yeah, sarcastic. I, I, I agree with that part, too. Plus, so, this was her first uh, TT. like major film, so. Yeah. Yeah, I would just say TT's my least favorite character. I hate her cry voice. I hated it in John Q, and I hated it in this movie, too. <laughs> Uh, go ahead, Greg. Um, so hard. <laughs> There's a lot of shitty people in this movie, though. It was, I was like, everybody that came on screen, I was like, you're my least favorite. The next yeah, person, you, you're, you're, kind of, you're yeah, my least favorite. You're a piece of shit. Yeah, first of all, I was going to say Nate. Now I was going to say the bank manager. And then I obviously talked to you guys earlier about how I don't like how they wrote the, the lead detective and how they made him seem sympathetic, which I the cynic in me would, would think that would not actually be the case in real life. But I have narrowed it down to Rent-A-Cop Hero. <laughs> Hero, all right? They had the situation more or less handled, okay? You are of no use in this situation. You need to know your place, know your pay scale, and value your life a little bit more. Kind of reminds me when Justin talks about being an agent of your own demise. Um, just stay the hell out of the way. You're about to live. They're about to go or be arrested. But no, no. You think you're going to manage to kill all three of them by yourself with your little hand pistol, with your little nine? Man. He came out hot. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, hit a, he said, I'm going to hit a power slide and come out shooting. Like, you, slide. Bah, 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 bah. You're going to come out like that. You better finish everybody. You just see this like tan flash. Yeah. <laughs> like all of a sudden. And then uh, Dr. Cox just like, what the fuck? Everybody just like, what the fuck was that? And then like what the fuck it came out of nowhere clumsily and unathletically coming from off screen ruin the whole thing the tan flash the tan flash (laughs) and he he killed more or less the most I guess you could say the most innocent of the characters he also he also was uh, the agent of three of their demises. While he killed one himself, was out, and then I was like, "Well, that just provoked everybody to start shooting, which led to everybody else dying." So, yeah, true. Because had had they not dropped the had they dropped the guns, they would have been arrested, and Kiki wouldn't have died, and then yeah, uh, Cleo wouldn't have died, Vivica wouldn't have died. It was just it was bad. That, that guy was a piece of shit. Part of me wishes that care like likes to think that that character somehow lived. And he's in the hospital bed seeing all that shit on the news and thinking, I caused all of that because I had to try to be a rent-a-cop hero. No, he'd be like, yeah, they got what they deserve, Greg. Yep. No, and I highly doubt he lived. He got lit up. He, he got never, fucking never, Swiss. He didn't live. I'm just saying <laughs> wishes. Or like oh. 
the, the cynic in me is saying he would have looked at that and be like, yeah, they got what they deserved. Yeah. yeah. He slowly, as he clings to life in his hospital bed like a jackass. Yep. <laughs> Boy, I saved the day. Yep. <laughs> Thought those bitches a lesson. <laughs> got them. I guess who isn't going? This is the wrong bank, bitches. <laughs> yeah, that's easy. Not on my watch. <laughs> Not at downtown federal. Yeah, downtown federal. Right, downtown okay. federal. Yeah, got that shit on changing. lock. <laughs> they're changing his colostomy bag out. Dude, he yeah. was top flight security of the world, Craig. <laughs> yeah, not the shitty ass bank, but the world. <laughs> who hasn't gone? Uh, me. So in this movie, I do. I needed to pick one of the girls to be my least favorite because just the way it works because <gasps> everyone else in this movie shitty. It's just like Team America. They're all shitty. You just got to find the one that's a little more shitty than the rest. And Frankie had all the fun facts about the banks and stuff. For some reason, she was a fucking liability in this movie. I did not like her as much as the other ones and she was just poop. But uh, yeah, Frankie was my least favorite of the gals to set it off women. Uh, yeah, so I went with Frankie. She's my least favorite. Dr. Cox was doing his job. First act, Dr. Cox is kind of shitty. And like we were talking about, he does this like weird like face turn. And like tail end, Dr. Cox is great because he's like, please, I don't want other people to die. Please stop. Please stop. And other people would hop in and fuck it up. And he's like, man. Kill a kid will do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. he, didn't, right. he, he didn't kill the kid. He authorized the murder. Being responsible for the child's death will do yeah, that to you. He put his stamp on the paper. <laughs> he didn't want operation. any more deaths because he didn't want to do the paperwork. Yeah, operation light this fucking apartment up. <laughs> he put a stamp on it. It would get. But yeah, now Frankie was a mess. So uh, before we get into seven word synopsis, I'm telling a little story of the reason why everyone giggles and all the boys. What's good <laughs> oh, Why everybody pushed for set it off. So my mom loved this movie. And there's only one thing that she loves more than this movie. It's the song by In Vogue. Don't Let Go. It was a single for this movie. Probably the, actually, it is the most legit song in this movie. Parentheses love. Yeah. So I play music like she plays, used to play music, is you find a good song, you play the ever-living fuck out of it, and then you just move on to another song. And uh, when I was a, a wee lad, when this movie came out in 96, so I was what, nine or 10, like when, I don't know, around that time. And she had a single tape of this and she would play the song all the way through. And it, I think it fades out. Yeah, because that, that's how long it goes. It fades out. And then she would rewind it. Boop. When the guitar would come in, it was like, fucking shit. I heard that song for literal days of my life. And I was like, I hate this goddamn song. And then we saw the movie and, you know, Blair Underwood sliding chains and cracks of asses and I heard the song again I was like hate this movie too <laughs> and I was like Ugh. It, it, it kills me but uh, yeah some of my favorite songs are songs she played five billion times that's why I know all the words to don't let go and one day I'm gonna sing it karaoke drunk and it's gonna be amazing uh, but uh, yeah I have a love hate relationship with this movie and that song and that's why uh, I let this slip in front of Steve and Steve knows it's one of my weaknesses <laughs> It, this song debilitates me, and he's like, "Ooh, I will never forget that." Oh yeah, Steve also learned all the words to this song just to fuck with you. <laughs> like, what is that, Mark Wahlberg and the other guys? Yeah. Like, wait, did you learn how to do that? It was like, yeah, just to make fun of them. 
<laughs> but no, uh, Invoke, they are an amazing band. So if you don't know anything about Invoke, they're, they're great. You should really listen to them. Never going to get a good song. While we're talking about music real quick, a little trivia for you, Otis. All right. So when Stoney shows up to Oh Boy uh, Chain Crack's house. Chain Crack. <laughs> for their... Uh, <laughs> for their soul food date and he's wearing that like extra 90s print two su- different designs on each side vest when he opens the door for her, there's some uh some mute music there's some jazz playing because he wanted her to come in for a drink but she says no let's just go ahead and go do you happen to know what musician was playing when he opened the door or do you do you know the musician the album or the track miles no. davis it was miles davis the album was kind of blue, and the track was all blues. Ooh. Nice, Taco. Nice. I did not know the 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 title of the song or the track, but uh, album. But I knew it was Miles Davis. Yeah, hey. One of my favorite albums of any genre of all time, and all blues is my favorite track on there. Love all blues. Good ass. So that that brings me to the question of was that his front door? Because it. <laughs> The way that door was set up, it looked like a back door, but she kept going to it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Every time, every time she rolled up to his house, I was like, "Is he ashamed of her? Like, maybe yeah. go in the back door? Like, what the fuck is going on I'm, with his house?" I'm, I'm glad I was the only person because that door really bothered me, and I was like, "That's not a front door, man." And like, it's coming in like in your lawn. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then the well, way I don't know if this is like, like an added scene on the DVD, but there is a point where the cops come to his house to ask about a stolen car next door to his house. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know if that was on the re- original. No. Version. Yeah. So I watched it on DVD and the cops come to his house while she's over there and she like kind of slinks to the side and they ask about a stolen vehicle. I think that was the same door they came to. I have to read. Uh, okay. And then, uh, there was something else I was going to say about that. Oh, uh, you know, they were real quick to fire Frankie because she had an association with the dude that robbed the bank. Not, like, everybody knew that he was dating her. He introduced them to everybody at the bank at that party. He still had his job. They weren't like, hey, you were involved in this bank robbery and all these murders. But I don't know. Yeah, hey, you have to, you, why'd you leave five minutes? Yeah, the- he also left right, he got a yeah. call and left the bank right before it got robbed. Did like, he own the bank? I think no, he was a higher he was, up uh, there. Well, he, was he, was, he, 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 he worked up in the upstairs. He was like, yeah, yeah, he didn't own shit. Corporate manager or something. He, yeah, he was like in the branch manager. Banking, yeah, there. but he, like I said, he knew, he clearly knew one of the bank robbers. He left he got his phone call and left five minutes before the bank got robbed. Like, if you fired Vivica Fox because she that had... That dude's a fucking suspect. Yeah. I was like, and even uh, McGinley, whatever his name, Dr. Cox was like, there might have an inside man in the on this. I was like, well, it's, it's him. He should Let be arrested and fired. Him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can date this movie. There, there was, was a car phone. phone. Nobody had cell phones either. It was... Yeah, she she picked up a big-ass big car phone and called yep. him to get out. Yeah, Queen Latifah's lowrider had a fucking car phone in it. <laughs> Zach Morris phone. <laughs> no, it was not. No, it was the, not. It was, oh, they, oh, it Zach was Morris. The, the four the the car they stole for that. Oh, race okay, okay. That had the car phone. That's right. The Ford Explorer. The one that wasn't gonna make it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they get rid of that car because it got shot up. He's dead body. He took a bunch of blue holes. Okay. 
Yeah, they did come out of that bank just guns blazing. Yeah, well, they they were shooting at him then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm not talking about the girls. I was talking about the cops. They were just like, fire into that crowd at that truck. I'm like, all right. Jesus. <laughs> we're out in public. Let's keep shooting at it. <laughs> yeah, light them up. They did not, not care. Yeah, yeah. I like how the helicopter tried to play chicken with Queen Latifah, and she just kept going. It was so stupid. Like, oh, the tunnel's blocked by this helicopter. Like, what the fuck is the helicopter going to do? <laughs> it can't. It's not going to go up against car. Like, he did not have it in him to stick it out. Nope. nope. Hey, that news guy seemed real familiar. I think he was like, he did the cop show on Fox, the car chase show on Fox. Yes. I want to say he, it was him. He did something. Because I remember his face. Yeah. He, 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 was some type of announcer for something like that. Yeah. Yeah, D. I remember seeing that guy. Yeah, dude. I like I, I looked at him and it in his voice, I was like, that guy sounds familiar. Like I've yeah, heard that guy before. Familiar. So I I always like to think after that whole car chase when uh they clearly just showed Queen Latifah getting lit up from their helicopter point of view. Oh, like, TV. Yeah, I was like, I bet there was a, a big outrage in that city. Like, uh that seemed a bit <laughs> unnecessary to have 50 dudes just blow her away like that and, and continue to shoot her after she dropped the gun and turned around. Just, ah, ah. Like, damn, they weren't playing. Yeah, that shit was, so there was probably There was probably a big controversy in LA after that. No, I mean, she shot a ring of cops. I mean, they caught, they caught those cops beating Rodney King's ass on, exactly. on, on TV and there were riots for days. Yep. Yeah. Mark Thompson was an announcer on American Idol. Um, he was also a newscast, played a newscaster on Independence Day. Huh. Huh. Um, so you guys basically just admitted to watching American Idol. <laughs> uh, or I looked at IMDb Taco Dang. No, but they all said, like, I knew he did something else, but I can't remember what it was. American oh, Idol is, got it. He was the voiceover guy for World's Most Shocking like Moments. Boom. Those- oh. Suck it. Taco. Yeah. Yeah. This man kicked his hive of oh. bees. I'm like, oh shit. And he knows World's Most Crazy. Yeah, like oh, animals like, attacking that voiceover shit. guy. Yeah. Fox yeah. is real he good for that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Bobo the bear is upset. He jumps little Jesse. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Not little Jesse. Oh, and then they always have a pun. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was having a bear. Get. Little Jesse was having a bear of a day. Like, yeah. oh, it was oh. unbearable <laughs> when she got attacked. <laughs> okay. I okay. want that guy's job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd be great. <laughs> okay. Let's do seven word synopsis, everybody. Uh, this one, uh, a lot of mine are involved with the Blair Underwood uh, butt crack scene. Uh, but my first one is, I hate that goddamn whack-ass song. And then seconds later, I typed, don't let go is a legit banger. So this is this is the <laughs> struggle in my heart for this is song. Title, what's it going to be? Yeah. Titles don't let go. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't let, go. let go. Parentheses, love. And parentheses is called love, really? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then, what? yeah. My next one is he slid that chain down her butt crack. That's my seven word. And then my last one is one bank too many leads to death. 
Because they were like, yeah. you got to rob this last one. I'm like, man, this plane don't seem that solid. <laughs> maybe, we, maybe we just leave town with 20 bucks we got. <laughs> but, you know, hey, that's not a good movie. So, uh, Katie, what you got? Get your Greyhound, yeah. I have a lot of them. Okay. Uh, bad acting, bank robbers, bloodbath, escape. Uh, then it takes 80 bullets to kill someone somebody black every single person who died in this film from a gunshot wound had like 80 bullets in them like it was not just like no you got shot once nah swiss cheese fox got shot twice yeah vivica and tt got it like got got the gentlemanly murder yeah. Oh, I thought right. you right. shot TT like six times. <laughs> All right. Uh, Queen Latifah <laughs> has world's greatest mean mug. I think we can all agree. She's just excellent at that. I didn't hear what you said. I didn't hear you either. Oh, sorry. Uh, Queen Latifah has world's greatest mean mug. Yeah. Oh, my God. She was so fucking oh scared God, when she dude. did that. Yeah. Her mean face is terrifying. Um, Okay, Godfather scene was funny, but fucking expensive. What Katie means is just about half of the budget of the movie went to securing the rights for that music. Oh my yeah. god. And it also... The Godfather's insane. It also didn't make any sense. It kind of just was out of place in the movie. It I was, like that and scene. And it dragged on forever. Yeah, but it was like really out of place. That was a big ass fucking table. Why was that table so goddamn big in somebody's house? Make no sense to me. I don't think it was somebody's house. I think it was an office. Whatever. Yeah, was office. That table was huge. Yeah. Fuck that table. Yeah. I don't care. Okay. And then my last one. Four women get shit on Rob Banks. <laughs> well, they're black. They have to have black struggle. This is the nineties. That's how that shit worked. I know. That's also that's also why Cleo had to die. She was black and a lesbian. If you were gay, you didn't make it out of movies in the nineties. <laughs> you just did. I'm, yeah. Who's next? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you just didn't. Uh, was I got? I only got two. Uh, one of them is strong black women lead nineties action movie. Well, it's like super actiony, but it had a lot of action scenes. And then number two is what's it gonna be? I can't pretend. Oh god. Nice. I want to play off of that one. Okay. But my first one is when the man takes, set it off. <laughs> and <laughs> you got to put set it oh, off in the one. I'm not going to lie. When Queen Latifah said it, she's like, we about to set it off. I was like, she said it. She said the movie title. When Frankie, when Frankie, said, Leonardo it, DiCaprio when Frankie said it, I went, ah. <laughs> Oh, it was Frankie? Okay. Yeah. I think, didn't yeah. Cleo say it too? They said it multiple times. Like, how am I supposed to set it off? <laughs> there, there was the set it off song in the credits after Hey Joe. <laughs> I didn't watch that far. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I was in the bathroom. As soon as I saw um, the screen go black, I turned it off. <laughs> Come on, guys. Where's your commitment? <laughs> um, okay. Love making, heartbreaking, soul shaking, and ro- bank robbery. Love, 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 love. <laughs> I'm not gonna sing it though. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, a low key resource for sexual innovation. 
What chains? All, you, all, you got is, all you got is chains and olive oil. Make it work. You good? That's all the that's all the foreplay. You need. weird kink. <laughs> it's just like, why is he dragging that chain through her ass like a credit card right now? This doesn't make any sense. I had forgotten about that part till he starts taking out the chain. I was like, oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> Here comes a choo choo. <laughs> Lithering it down. Yeah, that's slick. It's a sneaky snake. <laughs> then he had it back on that next morning. I'm like, you need to take that to the jewelry store and get nah, that. Like, nah, man, he probably will sniff nah, it later. Nice, that nice yeah. ass. He's gonna smell it later. Like stank. <sighs> the booty chain. Ass sniffer. Ass sniffer. <laughs> no booty. No booty chain. <laughs> that must be his thing. He's like every girl I'm with, I rub this chain down the ass. That's his, that's his move. No, he has different chains for each of them. Now you, so you got. Different yeah, what's oh. that? Uh, what are the what are those those little charm bracelets? He just puts a new charm on that necklace for each booty has been down. <laughs> Teresa, yeah, we can. <laughs> he did ass. He did ass. God <laughs> damn it. Depot, go ahead. Uh, okay, I got three. '90s LAPD motto: If they're black, shoot. <laughs> yeah. Ladies, ladies robbing banks in two minutes. Neat. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a, that's hella impressive. You mean robbing banks? impressive, in two not yeah, neat. neat. <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> fun. And then my last one is uh, Doctor Cox, a cop who harasses black ladies. It was he was damn sure that Vivica Fox was in on that. He was Bro, like, he was stalking them at their house yeah. and shit, taking pictures. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, crazy the moment she walked out of the bank in the first scene, he's like, "She's in on it. Get everything you got on her." Yeah, get everything you got on her. She's in on it. Huh? Fuck you, too I mean, big fucker. Too much. Uh, Taco. Taco. Black women empowerment. Rob Bank get shot. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> Okay, is that everybody? Yeah. Okay. This movie came out November 6, 1996. What, what is do it you guys think? Bro? Huh? You got something in your nose. Yeah, I got a nosebleed, Stu. Oh, God. What'd you, do, what'd you do? Look up? <laughs> weak ass nose. Future Otis cut that. <laughs> nah, man. Otis, Otis gets nosebleeds for nothing. Yeah. Well, hey, the sun, the sun came out today. Oh, my nose is bleeding. <laughs> yeah. I blew my nose. Because I had a booger, I could feel it, and I blew, and I blew too hard. Blew your brains out. Yeah. <laughs> if brains came out, I'm like, Katie, I gotta go to the hospital. <laughs> My brains. <laughs> okay, so what do you guys think the budget for Set It Off is, Katie? Ten million. Taku. Million? Forty million. Billion? Forty million. Oh. Forty million. Forty million. Yes. Okay. For the budget? Yeah, budget. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go 15 million. This was before any of them were like super famous. 15. And it, was just, it was just four black ladies just dancing around. Not hey. dancing, but yeah. around. <laughs> setting it off. So 15. Yeah, setting Squibs it off. are expensive. <laughs> uh, deep down. Uh, this bid brought to you by bacon. Yes, I said it before, but bacon is legit. 
25. Greggy. Did you say it's brought to you by bacon, like the food bacon? Yes. Yes. Is, is there a brand called bacon? Is just bacon. This is fine. Wright's brand bacon. <laughs> he knew a brand name. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. My turn, huh? And I read $22 million. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so everybody went over, but Katie what? was closest. The budget was not over. She don't win nothing. Yeah, $9 million. It was very, oh my. very low movie. Very low movie. And then, what oh. do you guys think the box office for Set It Off was? Uh, Katie. 15 million. 15. Taco. Oh, you are not giving credit to the to the black community. I'm gonna go 40 million. <laughs> I go like I'm gonna hit this either way. <laughs> Steve. Uh I mean Taco took what I want, so I'm also just gonna say 40 million. And 40. one dollars. And one dollar. 40.1. <laughs> Deep pal. This bid brought to you. By Southern Junction in Irving, Texas, now under new management. Let's go 45 million. 45, 45, 47. Greg. And I'm in. $22 million. <laughs> you folks with these, <laughs> with staying on the number. Uh, so that plan actually helped out. Well, no, actually didn't. Uh, the. <laughs> The box office was $41.6 million. You win. Yeah. <laughs> you win four dead black women. Three dead black women. Hooray. Only three. <laughs> yeah. Three dead black kids. Yeah. 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 And a broken bottle of champagne. Yeah, it was like everybody that went real low. I was like, y'all are. I was like, this was four black women leading a movie. I was like, that's gonna get people to go out. That didn't happen a whole lot in the nineties. This was pre this so, was pre uh the fire ass soundtrack. This was yeah. Pre bootlegging oh. too. Like yeah. uh, everyone <laughs> everyone enjoyed oh, this movie. Bootlegged the shit out. Uh our boy uh fucking Ebert actually really liked this movie. So go figure. <laughs> he he just about hates everything we watch, but no, this one he was yeah. like, This is a great movie. So kudos to them. He He's still dead, so fuck him. It's a classic. <laughs> yes, as Greg said, it is a blessing. It is a blessing. Okay, uh, does anybody have anything else to say about Set It Off? Nope. Uh, yeah, I already said it, man. It was like four black ladies leading the movie, man. That shit didn't happen, especially not a straight-up just drama. Everyone crying all the time. So Yeah. But, no, but was- they couldn't get, they couldn't have fun backstories. They all had to have, like, these fucking struggle backstories. Yeah, but, you know, it, that's just how movies were. Yeah. <laughs> Solid movie, really good. I, I enjoyed myself. I mean, I what? How? What bottle was that kid able to get open? Because those bottles seem closed. What bottles? When he drank bleach. No, bleach no. one of them was just the one right in front of him didn't have a top on it. It was just open. It, it had oh, like no cap on oh. it whatsoever. Yeah, it was really ammonia. Yeah, that, I, I pictured he took one of those spray bottles, just sprayed himself in the face. <laughs> yeah. 
That kid waited until they turned their back. He was like, where's that poison at? He just, ah. He broke off quick. I don't know what that is, but I'm going to drink it. Yeah, where poison is. That's my favorite. Where's that chloride? stuff looks like juice. And then, yeah, what's her name? The mother from Friday and D from fucking... Uh, Wayne's Brothers, just everything, every black movie in the '90s, she just shows up in. She was a character actor, but she was, yeah, she was, she was good at making. She, she got the job, and made the money, good for her. Yeah. Dude, one of my least favorite was gonna be Waller because she just went along with whatever the hell Doctor Cox said. Dude, like she had like three lines. She didn't know. If, she didn't even ask if she was thirsty. And she didn't even, yeah, fuck that bitch. She didn't even, I'm changing my least favorite character to Waller, man. Didn't even offer a sister a cup of water, bro. Come on. She got, she got white girl brain on her face. And you ain't going to have her a glass of water, man. Uh, you an Uncle Tom mentality, but it was so hard not to. <laughs> nah, dude, fuck that lady. You didn't even ask me if I was thirsty, I wanna sister. I want to apologize for that. Other creepy, greasy. No, fuck him yeah. too. Don't fuck there was a lot of people in this movie. I mean, like, like I said, my honorable mention was Luther. Luther was kind of a piece of shit. It was a lot of doo-doo. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Yes. Luther was doo-doo. I'm gonna dock your pay because you didn't, you didn't recycle right, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but he was, but, but he got his comeuppance. White folks is recycling now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <baby>. Yeah. <laughs> he made folks. me laugh. But, yeah, he does some good yeah. stuff. Okay. If you have any other cool fun facts about Queen Latifah or anything else, you Woo. can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email it is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have our Facebook at Allentown Presents. So uh, I'm very pumped about Heist Month. We have some really cool movies coming up. Uh, one of my personal favorites, hopefully, if it makes the vote. If not, I'm just going to watch it on my own. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for this. And we're getting ever closer to Sports Month. I'm very excited for sports because some people are going to be very salty. Uh, I'm always always excited to talk with my friends about stuff. It's really fun. So uh, if this is your first episode, it's a really good one. Watch more heist movies. Uh, some of my favorite episodes of TV shows were the heist episodes, you know, like Doctor Who, Time Heist. It's a good, it's a good episode. Um, if you've been here since the beginning, what up, Guido? Hey, we did set it off. You should watch it. You probably have. Uh, but thank you for Katie, for Taco, Steve, Deepal, Greg. The, this Woo. is Spotlight Series. We love doing this, and we'll be back really soon with another heist movie. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Yeah. I thought that we could be more than just friends. Booty chain. I thought <laughs> we more than just friends. And it would all end. Love you, Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>